Grounded Radio is a podcast on creativity, well-being, personal growth, and spiritual journeys. The ladies of Grounded embark on a journey of what it means to be our most authentic self and lead a well-balanced life. Be inspired and tune in to the raw conversations that bridge our human connection and raise our frequencies. This is Grounded Radio. Hello, beautiful beings. You are now tuning in to the Grounded Podcast, where we share your wellness, art, and lifestyle stories to connect and inspire. This is Bianca. And this is Marika. And today we're coming at you from our very own homes in Metro Manila. Yeah. Hey Mariks, how Hi, are you? Good. It's been ages since our last podcast and so much has changed. I feel like since we last recorded, the world has, you know, gotten into a new state of like being with this whole pandemic and we were so accustomed to living our lives we were handling art fair we were going to like five places a day doing meetings to now having to go from ECQ to GCQ so how has that been for you it's definitely been an adjustment and i think it took some time to really sink into what's going on you know like in the beginning it's kind of just a shock and trying to absorb everything that's happening and now we're kind of we're adjusting to the new norm so it's a lot to take that's for sure but you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right definitely and i feel like you know a lot of people were complaining about how they were bored and things like that but i personally feel like if you're home and you're safe and you're with your family it's a privilege and there's so many things you can do to aside from work past the time Though it's funny in the beginning of this whole you know the whole lockdown situation I was one of those people who was like I'm going to get as much done I don't know if you were like this but like I'm going to be as productive as possible I'm going to do all the master classes I'm going to do yeah. everything but then you sent me this quote you sent it to me in Karina that said something like you don't have to write the great novel or finish an album or do anything because you have to remember that the world is also grieving on a global scale and it's so easy to forget that. Yeah. So yeah, since then I've been a lot easier on myself cuz you know, you start out with all these grand plans and goals, but at the end of the day if you don't manage to accomplish any of them or you only do one, there's a tendency to really like beat yourself up for it, but yeah, thanks for sending me that. It reminded yeah. me to be really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> thanks for reminding me that I sent that to you. <laughs> I think it's really important. It's an invitation for all of us to really take advantage of this extraordinary time that we are being gifted with. Yes, there is a lot of fear and it's not a pleasant experience. But I mean, for me, the way I'm coping, the only thing I can do is really try to find the positive side of what's happening and the good. I mean, there is good in everything, right? And there's a reason for everything. And, you know, God is letting this happen for a reason. So just kind of tuning into that frequency instead has helped me a lot. Definitely. And and just focusing on what you can day by day, taking it a step at a time and trying to be present with everything that's happening. I know I've said this a bajillion times, but be finding things to be grateful for and making those gratitude lists is still oh, absolutely. keeping me afloat. That's number one. <laughs> I think that's number one. We need to yeah. just focus on our blessings and, you know, with everything that's going on, hey, we're still here, we're alive, we're healthy, we're talking to each other, we're 
creating and finding ways to contribute to society. So, yay! And how are you handling things with explaining like all the craziness going on with COVID and everything in the world to to Santi and your son? Yeah, well, thankfully, Santi, he's my 10-year-old boy. And he's actually really smart and clever. Kids are like sponges. He he absorbs everything. So I watch the news with him. We talk about it. I ask for his opinions. I try my best to not influence him with my opinion. Although I tell him what I think. Mm. But yeah, he. I think just exposing them to what I'm reading and to what I'm watching. And having open discussions over lunch or dinner. Asking for their opinion is really important. And yeah, watching even even those animations, even Sesame Street, they'll have like um, short snippets of <laughs> talking sure. about COVID, and those are fun. But at the end of the day, I think it's always it's communication. Asking him how he's feeling today, if he's okay, and you know, just kind of being at the same level at him uh, as him, you know, like oh, gosh, isn't it crazy? Like how different the world is gonna be for Nacho yeah. who's my youngest you know yes. he'll grow up in a world where he doesn't go to school nobody goes to school every day or his dad doesn't right. go to the office every day and yeah so my you know Sadi's like yeah it's gonna be so crazy so yeah I guess just always being in constant communion with them communication yeah right wow speaking of which like some of the other biggest changes that I feel we've had to cope with include you know not being first of all not being able to touch other people like when you see when you run into people that that hug or that like handshake or high five or fist bump or you know being able to travel I'm so grateful that you know personally I was able to travel last year and that we had our wedding really um, out of town and that all our friends and family and you guys were able to attend what a huge blessing and yeah weddings that's another thing right all these huge things. And even I was listening to a podcast with Jay Shetty and he was saying that even just the commute to work, you know, people's usual routines and rhythms that we tend to take for granted, a lot of us actually find identity in that. So when you take that away, you know, it's been hard for a lot of people mentally to cope and to kind of find themselves in this quote-unquote new normal. So... Yeah, like, and another thing is not being able to see family. That's been super tough. But thank God for technology. Thank God for Zoom. Actually, funnily enough, I went through this whole phase of like hating technology, right? But now I'm like, wow, thank God for technology. But at the same time, sometimes it's so convenient. You know, I'm like, wow, we can do all these meetings without even stepping out of our bedroom. And it's great. It's great. But it's just so convenient that I hope my hope is that it still doesn't replace real life interaction and experiences. Oh, definitely. Because there's nothing that can, like, there's nothing that can replace, you know, just being together, having dinner in person. Yeah. But it also makes me think of, like, the crazy possibilities that the future can bring. Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, people were like, imagine if you could see the person you were talking to during like a phone conversation and now it's so normal with FaceTime and everything yeah exactly they would have been like what sorcery is this 
Exactly, exactly. I miss visiting old haunts and like creature comforts that we have. Even just as girls, you know, like getting your nails done or meeting up for <laughs> for coffee. So I really miss that. And there's a lot that's been going on energetically. Speaking of like haunts, now our listeners know I've been super spiritually, psychically sensitive because and everything is energy. And I feel like now that the world is in such a state of turmoil and and uncertainty, there's this energy floating around. And for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but it manifests in the form of like... <laughs> Of like poltergeists and things like that and disturbances and things that go bump in the night. So I've had a lot of that as of late. And uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like message Marika and Karina and be like, guys, it's happening again. And I'm so happy that they understand. And they're like, yeah, it's definitely the energy. And I've had a lot of like saging sessions. I've braid a lot. I play like uplifting vibrational music and the worship music that you sent me that super helped too the jamaican one that was so cool but yeah i guess in understanding that it's not you know it doesn't have to do with me specifically but with what everything that's going on yeah it's i you know um, i'm not surprised that you know you're getting haunted and having all these like trapped energy in your house (laughs) i mean think about it as like the state of the world right now as a collective consciousness what kind of frequencies out there it's it's fear cry for justice anger dark stuff yeah um, yeah a lot of this negative and dark forces i feel like the light is winning and this is their you know last chance their last hurrah exactly yeah, yeah. they're really they're pulling out the big guns and but the only way to fight it mm-hmm. is to really come from love and not from fear you know, we can we we, we can be informed, aware, and stay educated, but at the end, like we really cannot be sucked into the fear. Like we have to come from love all the time. So true. And that being said, I feel like this lockdown has also kind of forced us in a way to go through spiritual and energetic cleaning boot camp because we've all you know, you're just at home and you have so much time to kind of reflect and go within and take like mental inventory of what's going on within you as a person, but also um, with relationships closest to you. Like I feel like couples and marriages across the nation have had like a heart to heart or two, or even those who are separated right now and can't be together, or even with your kids or with your parents, certain issues that normally wouldn't come up pre-pandemic times are kind of coming up now because there's no, there are no distractions. There are no parties or like one million events to attend. And you were telling me that you found something recently that could help with that. I've been reading a lot about frequencies and dimensions. So right now, there's a 3D, there's a 4D and 5D. And um, I've been reading and people are saying that in the energetic world, (laughs) that we are moving from 3D into 5D. And 3D, the, the themes of 3D... 3D is like all these emotions that are mostly negative that we deal with here on earth and it can sometimes rule our lives such as shame, guilt, hopelessness, fear, grief, desire, anger, pride. Those are all frequencies in the 3D world. And right. when you move past them and you and transfer into 4D, that 
I guess, tr- the transitional phase before 5D, there's reason, acceptance, willingness, neutrality, and courage. And then the highest frequency, which is 5D, is freedom and love. And love if we are able to just act from love, we can move into 5D together as a collective human consciousness, move into this fifth dimension of freedom and love. So right now, it's just those forces of the 3D forces. And yeah, I was telling you... Do you feel like we're heading there? I definitely do. And, you know, I I can feel things changing. I'm changing. The way I see things, my mind has expanded. And I guess it's also a lot of prayer, yoga, meditation that helps. But I wanted to read to you about the frequencies of relationships. So there, there are eight shadow themes you need to know in relationships. So... I just feel like this could help so many people. Relationships are being tested. I found this so, well, it spoke to me, the shadow themes you need to know in relationships. So at least, though, the the best thing we can do right now is really be aware of everything that's going on. You know, we can't control so many things that are going on, but we can be aware and that's all. Sometimes that's the best thing we can do. And that is something we can control if you think about it, what we choose to educate ourselves on and be aware. Exactly. So, okay, so um, I was talking about the themes, the frequencies in 3D. So these were the eight shadow themes you need to know in relationships. There's shame, which is the most dense vibrations human can occupy. If a relationship is rooted in the frequency of shame, the theme will be rejection. If either partner struggles with believing they are worthy of healthy love, they will eventually reject the partner who is trying to love them. It's a self-sabotaging vibration. And then there's guilt. Guilt is the companion of judgment. If either partner is stuck in this vibration, they will focus on the flaws of their partner. This is a mask for how much they judge themselves. Their chronic judgment will be protected onto their partner until it pushes their partner away. And then there's hopelessness, a vibration of doubt. Either partner may believe there's absolutely no hope that the relationship could ever be healed, but they also never leave. And they complain constantly, but never take action to heal. So that's, yeah. And then there's grief, which is the vibration of dwelling. And in this frequency, a partner is able to let go of past hurts. They bring up constantly, they bring them up constantly and can't let them go. And it's a never ending cycle. And then there's fear. This vibration is the theme of paranoia. Either partner may be paranoid that the other will leave them, is lying or untrustworthy. And the theme is constant suspicion and worry. And then desire, that's when relationships are based off sex appeal, pleasure, financial success, accomplishments, and material showiness. Once the illusion of the honeymoon... Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there are couples that, I guess, they're attracted to each other because of those things. And uh, once the illusion of the honeymoon phase wears off, they tend to realize that they don't have a strong foundation in the relationship, and then they break up. And then there's... Anger, this vibration is all about unmet expectations. If either partner has unsaid or said expectations that are, not be- that are not being fulfilled, they will become resentful of their partner and the relationship may feel like an obligation. And the other partner will feel like a burden. And then the last two is there's pride. And in this frequency, either partner is unwilling to do their inner work. They refuse to accept that they need to work on themselves and they refuse to apologize. And they say things like, I am who I am and I'm not going to change. So that's pride. Oh, gosh. 
Yes. And then courage, I think, is like the frequency transitioning already into 4D. And it's the, this is the vibration of self-accountability and the foundation for all healthy relationships. And that's where the inner work starts. Um, yeah, that I just found this uh, really helpful. And I resonated so with, with a lot of the themes, actually. And I, it reminded me of me, like being aware of how I was in the past and how I can still be. And it, it's helped me kind of understand um, that I, we, I have to get out of that frequency, you know, that we, we can all fall into that frequency and we just really have to keep the frequency high. Yeah, I feel like we all have a tendency to, you know, act out one of those things or sometimes like three of them or even all of them at the same time. But it starts with that awareness, like of realizing that you are in that state and you don't have to be stuck in that state and you can choose the next higher, better feeling place. That's really cool, Marie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2020 has been really just like like you said, a really eye opening year for speaking up, speaking your mind and educating yourself on a lot of, you know, the pivotal issues that are happening, like Black Lives Matter on a global scale. And then locally, there's the terror bill. Even wearing masks became an issue, right? And so you have got all these things happening in our own backyard and internationally. You know, we've been talking a lot about it recently. And no matter what your viewpoint is, it's really important to find empathy at the root of everything and to make sure that you stay educated on everything that's happening before you kind of just like start spewing out things. And at the root of it all, try to remain positive. I know it's really hard sometimes, especially when a lot of these things are fueled with like anger and protest because we're just so fed up, right? And we want to see change, but we always have to bring it back to that positivity. And I feel like from that state, it's the best way to support the causes you choose to support, even if you want to like fight for these things. So there's so much to wake up to. Do you have any any thoughts on this? Yeah, I guess my take on all this is that opinions are a privilege and we need to use that privilege in the best way possible. I think it's great that we can, we can discuss these things and mm-hmm. on an intellectual level and you know, respecting each other's opinions, whether we have similar ones or different ones. Like it's important that we are able to live in peace and love even with difference of on opinions, like I think we are all created differently and uniquely, and like I can't imagine a world where we just all have one opinion. But yeah, and and these global topics are kind of trickling down and branching out into you know what's happening locally. And so, for example, if you take Black Lives Matter, it's it's brought up a lot of what's happening with the tribal communities in Australia and then here how we also face racism in Asia so it's really interesting how it's opening up more conversations and I just wanted to share this quote I found by Octavia Spencer which I really related to she said some people are posting on social media some are protesting in the streets some are donating silently some are educating themselves some are having tough conversations with friends and family A revolution has many lanes. Be kind to yourself and to others who are traveling in the same direction. Just keep your foot on the gas. So basically keep going, 
you know, every day is another day. It's a fresh start to educate yourself and spread awareness or, you know, donate silently, like she mentioned. But whatever happens, just like you said, be present and keep going. I, I, I saw that online too. And it super spoke to me because at some point I, I was feeling criticized even nobody if nobody personally told me um but mm-hmm. people were saying like oh if you don't you know you have to have an opinion if you don't speak up then you're just mm-hmm. being passive and you know right. i didn't well especially because i had no phone and um you know when i actually the my first time i logged into instagram everyone's screen was black and right. i thought something wrong was wrong with my phone and mm-hmm. it turns out it was it was a campaign and yeah yeah, so for me, I guess taking th- coming from that perspective, I'm like, wow, what what is going on? Like, it was beautiful and creepy in a way. I was actually about to post. I was I was gonna do it too, but then I felt yeah. like I didn't really know enough or what was going on, so I stopped. And yeah, I felt like if I didn't say something, I wasn't being, you know, we're wrong or I'm a bad person. But I think that like exactly like what that actor said. It's yeah. we we can't like we all have our own way of processing everything, and the last thing we should be doing is criticizing each other for our own process. Though you know, there are always like there's that train of thought where like you have to speak your voice. But I feel like if you know what you're saying. On the other hand, it's so funny you say that you felt attacked, although no one was really saying anything. Yeah, you felt like that I felt you were attacked, but you know, you you're kind of like it made me think about. Like what? Yeah, there's that of pressure, me not right? posting. I was like, wait. So I had yeah. to kind of like reflect about what I was reading, but yeah, I I mean, I understand. Like I do believe we have to stand up for what we believe in, and that we have to use our voice. And it's actually in the Bible, it's a sin not to use your gifts and your talents and your voice. So I totally believe in that. But I just like, like I said, like I like to pause, breathe, research, observe discuss and mm. most importantly pray i always ask for wisdom and discernment from god i always try to see things from god's perspective and not from a personal or human perspective yeah so anyway amidst all these craziness we managed to somehow launch our grounded website after what feels like an eternity and in our recent behind the brand feature we have maison Matisse. Oh yes, Maison Matisse. It. Um, I'm so happy they were our first feature because I feel like she, like Maison Matisse is the ultimate authentic brand. It's it's sustainable. They they're ethical. They practice fair trade. They like she, it's hand it's they handmade. Communities. She, yeah, locally. and she's so. Uh, Adrian is just she's. You can tell that her and her husband are amazing people, and that she. She puts planet and people over profit, which is amazing and so respectable. And I'm so happy to share our interview we did with them. I hope you guys will check out the, check it out on the website. At groundedph.com. And yeah, really exciting stuff. And we've got more things coming your way, you know, COVID and non-COVID related on all sorts of topics. And um, speaking of speaking of COVID-19, what are some of the tips and tricks or like coping mechanisms and practices you've kind of adopted to adjusting to this, you know, new way of living? Um, you, we were talking earlier about how it's more important now than ever to be mindful and incorporate all these self-care practices into 
you know, our daily routines. What what have you been doing personally or like trying to get into? Yeah, um, well, not trying to get into because I've been doing it. But now more than ever, I have made yoga, meditation and prayer a must every day for myself. This is for myself. Um, I have two kids and it <laughs> you need to be sane and you need to take care of yourself and have a good mindset to just sometimes get through the day. And yet I, I feel like we just need to be stay present and aware. Like even everything with everything I was saying earlier about current events, it's just we just need to practice awareness and not be so reactive. I'm not saying if you stand for something, you're a reactive person, but first, like, just just do the process, the internal processing. And yeah, stay present and aware. And I feel like uh, we can do that by sitting in silence, even for a few moments. You know, you don't if you don't meditate, you don't have to think of it as such a hard thing. Like, oh, I can't sit in silence. I get so distracted. It's so hard. Like, when you wake up, just practice taking a few breaths and you know, feeling grateful and sitting in silence. And center yourself and before can, you get on your phone. Because that's the number one way to be reactive, like seeing everything. Yeah, but I feel like it's the daily practice of showing up and doing it. So if you want to commit to take three deep breaths when you wake up every morning and a month yeah. later, those things like it will change your world just it doesn't you don't have to be a superhero and do all these um, changes it's it's really in the small practices every day and those decisions decisions to commit to ourselves because over time they grow into habits that just like seamlessly become a part of your life and make it so much better because i feel like people have this misconception that you know to be sort of like to meditate or to do any of these things you need to allocate like an hour and like chant a mantra or something you don't it's it's as you said as simple as taking three deep breaths or setting an intention for your day it could be as simple as that or even the night before when you get into bed you affirm to yourself and you pray like tomorrow's gonna be great and we can we can be in, in, in we can be going through the exact same experience, but if we have different mindsets, it can be miserable be, for yes. one person and amazing and for for the, other. for the other. So at the end, it's yeah. really our mindset. This whole coronavirus thing can be miserable for you. Although I th- I don't think we'd be human if we if we weren't experiencing affected uh, pain yeah, and yeah um, being affected and and suffering, but and and discomfort but right there's a saying that's that says like life starts outside of your comfort zone so we're being we are being pushed to our limits and our boundaries and it can be a good thing and we can keep resisting or we can also make it work for us and go with the flow and my my two other tips are is stay stay act try to stay active um you know you don't need a lot of space to stay active you can just move you know um stretch you know uh, have a dance party dance party youtube videos and keep the real life interaction going as much as you can i I can understand why uh, people don't want to see each other especially if they have senior citizens in their lives and they want to play it safe but if you can as much as possible oh my gosh it helps so much like i just hugged some family members yesterday and when I went out of town, thank you for taking care. Bianca took care of my cat. 
<laughs> while while I went out of town. <laughs> oh my God, pleasure. She's uh, so cute. Yeah. So we were in Batangas in my friend's farm and like everyone was hugging and making beso and the, the kids were running around without ma- masks and it was like pre-COVID time, you know. And I almost wanted to cry Aww. when I were I was making beso. So right. yeah, it, yeah, because it's so rare. And, yeah, and it yeah. just like reminds us how much we need human connection and person. And and I'm an introvert. Okay, I love being alone, but it's part of our biological need as humans to have that connection. Oh, and yeah, it's part of and our and part of our spiritual needs as well. Yeah, I'm a half and half. I have seasons, but um, speaking of like staying active like you said i just want to like give a shout out to the people who have provided free resources online like from way back and like at this time especially for especially for yoga so there's our favorite yoga with adrian if you guys are starting out in yoga um, on your yoga journey or like starting out with a daily practice and you want to take it gentle and slow and I think I feel like she's a great place to start. Just type yoga with Adrian on YouTube. And then I'm not sure if you've heard of Tara Styles. She runs this studio, this movement, this company called Strala Yoga in New York. During the start of the lockdown, up till recently, and I think until now, she does these morning classes on her Instagram live. And it's like different kinds. Like so there's like the bagel yoga, which is meant to be like warm and comforting. She calls it different things. Basically it's like vinyasa, but then she'll like give a theme to it and like it relates to how everyone's feeling. Sometimes it's more restorative. So there's Tara Styles and then there's Nike Training, which has been keeping Quark and I sane, because as you know, all the gyms are closed. So it kind of like gives you that all around workout at home. So yeah, really grateful for these guys and for what they do and on locally i know a lot of like studios have also been offering online classes and um well on my end i discovered the pomodoro technique have you heard of it heard of it mm, no. it's not exactly like or maybe i'm doing another version of it but the the mindset is the, wait it sounds familiar is, is this a productivity time yes so you if you yes, want to yes, be, okay, productive, heard of this. Yes. be productive yeah you do it in spurts of yeah. like 20 minutes because sometimes when you look at when you see your work it just can be so overwhelming like as a big chunk so when you break it down into 20 minutes and you set your timer it encourages people to work with the time they have rather than against it so you have like 25 minute chunks with breaks in between and yeah i find that it really helps me do everything i need to do and that aside like a lot of people are working from home now it's so super super important to have designated spaces to do things even if you live in a studio even if you live in a like a one bedroom apartment or whether you live in a big house or anywhere you live, you gotta assign places because that also helps with your mental clarity. And it, you know, when things get delineated um, and and the lines are blurred, I don't know, it just messes up your energy. So for example, if you have a desk, like this is just for work. I'm not gonna eat here. I'm gonna eat here by the window. My bed is just for sleeping and the couch is for entertainment. And when you have those things in mind. I find that it really helps you be productive and keep those boundaries, especially if you haven't left the house in months. And it really helps to also structure your day. Like you said, have those habits right when you wake up, 
before you meet your day you're already setting your intention and i i still i still struggle with that actually i mean yes like i'm sticking now to my rituals but um it that's that's like a recurring challenge theme in my life finding balance which is why grounded is about finding balance i'll commit Uh my life to just figuring it out you know but yeah yeah just being able to um have structure especially me because i have a newborn so yeah trying to sync our schedules but at the same time i think i also do that pomodoro technique naturally because you know he's 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 napping it's my time to work okay he's awake now like yeah work later so yeah yeah. but yeah sorry to interrupt you no no worries and i was just gonna say that um i feel like everyone's cooking game has improved since since lockdown like everyone suddenly knows how to make banana bread and everyone's like creating all these recipes and it's awesome i personally discovered this kale shake oh my gosh marie i'll share the recipe with you it's so good it's by the blender girl and it tastes like ice cream it's so good you don't taste the greens yeah and there's no milk there's no dairy so yeah that's one thing i learned and also i i read somewhere recently that it's important to love yourself in your own love language in this pandemic because let's say you like to receive words of affirmation or acts of service you need to remind yourself that you have to do that for yourself too so whether it's like putting on a mask or just like you know writing a little note to yourself um that really helps yeah and last but not the least i feel like it's super important to allow yourself to feel everything because emotions come up and they need to be felt and they need to be addressed um oftentimes when you suppress them it's it's like ignoring a child who's just like look at me like i need to be seen and i need to be heard um at some point it's just gonna all come rushing out so if you can you know take the time to feel everything we've all lost something significant to us um there's so much guilt and shame and fear going around Sorry, it's funny that you said that because Grounded actually just posted a quote that's so in line with what you said. It's feel what you need to feel and then let it go. Do not let it consume you. So I think that's important. We need to uh, allow ourselves to feel what we need to feel, but don't make it baggage. Don't let it consume you. Everything is passing through us. Our body is experiencing all these spiritual experiences and human experiences at the same time but it can't consume us so moving forward what do you feel like will change in the world positively like like you were also mentioning you mentioned how arts and crafts is becoming a thing again because like we have nowhere to go nowhere to shop so we kind of are forced to create i mean there's online shopping but you know we're discovering our inner artisans again yeah i think i think um tapping into um our creative energy as every individual i don't believe that nobody like some people are creative and some are not some may be more inclined yeah yes like we creativity is part of who we are and i feel like we're like this is the age of tapping into creativity and yeah, I think that's that's a positive thing. And I feel like it's awakening, moving out of the material world 
and moving into more eternal values and ideas and just hopefully we will all choose to grow in love and but you know i'm sure there are people who will choose to remain in the past and we all struggle with that actually so that's the challenge and if we just stop resisting and just make it work for us and be a positive force because life is so short i mean if anything during this virus um so many lives have been lost and because of covid and also not because of covid i just feel like i've been getting so many reminders that life is so short and we just really have to live our purpose live our truth which is act out of love relationships really value our relationships with others i feel like when we leave it's what did we leave behind our relationships and how we were able to be of service to others but at the same time loving yourself definitely i think it was oprah who said and i'm probably butchering this but she said something <laughs> we're, we're like probably your butchering life so is many your... things in this podcast sorry <laughs> yeah, sorry guys but like she said something like your life is your legacy how you lived it and the the lives you touched the people like you said the relationships um but what have you seen any local brands kind of embodying this or like embracing these qualities that you mentioned yes actually i think that's why it was such a timely time for us to launch grounded being an arts and wellness brand um i feel like there was no better time than to launch our website than than now and it's amazing the arts and wellness community is really rising and Teresa Herrera who has who has also been on our podcast and has been so supportive of grounded from day one she is starting to do these live conversations on her Instagram and she is just an amazing being her light is so yeah. radiates and thank you Teresa she's amazing she actually gave us this these love tuners which i want to talk about on another podcast but yeah, yeah we're just um, wearing hers right now <laughs> yeah um Teresa interviews all these amazing people whether they're in the food industry or they're healers light workers life coaches and yeah, she's she does she does great conversations she conducts great interviews and check out her instagram page it's i think it's at love.teresaherrera and mm-hmm. you'll find it just type it in and yeah um there's hello.sigla sigla is actually means vitality in filipino in and Italy. yeah i think it, it's a new health and wellness website and they have recipes all these healthy recipes and uh, stories of amazing women in food and yeah you guys should check it out i think i think it's about time that um we have websites and resources like this and of course nala woman i'm so excited Yay. for this brand they are doing amazing things they have a, something called a period party every week where they do live talks on IGs and they have all these amazing credible smart Speak. speakers to talk about um the women's cycles and our bodies and and they they like bust myths about you know 
um, centered around your period and the things that come with it every month. It's just all about having like healthy mindset. And they're going, well, now they're doing all the community stuff, but soon, which I'm so excited for, they're, they're, gonna, they're planning to do like a delivery service, um, like a care package to women. You sign up for it and every time you have your period, you can choose if you want napkins tampons you can ask for a bar of chocolate to come along with it and it actually saves you a lot like they've done the calculations on like how much we spend in terms of time and resources just getting out there buying pads whereas if you have this delivery service it's kind of like a gift every month and you get really excited and i think everything is environmentally friendly which is the best part yeah so that's nala yeah nala woman and well, um, these are the, the last two that I can remember, although I've seen so many, I can probably talk about them all in another podcast, but I, I want to try using this website. It's called Seek Space. It, it's a skincare, it's a skincare website and they sell all these um, really affordable, environmentally and sa- like friendly and like uh, products that are safe for us. Um, yeah, on their website, and I, I, it's just, it's really cool. It's cur- it's a curated website of all these beauty products that are, you know, skin products can be so expensive, and for me, the price points are just right. And especially if you don't know, everything's trial and error, right? Like we buy a product and we don't know right. if it's gonna work for us. So, you know, and it, and that can get expensive. So I'm excited yeah, to try Seek, Seek Space. It's at Seek Space. Exciting. Yeah. And I know that Isabel Daza also started an initiative called Our Recess, and it's more focused on women, women's mental health and mindfulness. So it's our.recess on Instagram. Wow, so many exciting and cool new things to cover in terms of like what's happening now with all the brands coming forward. And just, I also feel like people are more conscious now with how they consume things. So it's going to be really interesting to see that shift moving forward. And that being said, we're going to wrap up soon, but we just want to give you guys a preview of the upcoming Grounded Radio guests we have. Really exciting. So next week, we're going to be featuring... Yeah, next week, we're talking to my good old buddy, Anton San Vicente. He's the owner and founder of The Healthy Grocery. Healthy Grocery! Healthy Grocery. Um, they are an amazing superfoods brand and I they're probably the leading superfood brand in the wellness industry locally, in my opinion. So And soon after that we'll be featuring JM Kiblat. He was in a surfing accident and lost consciousness and was in a coma for weeks. And we basically didn't know if he was gonna recover, but he did. And he's going to come on and we're going to talk and try to go. He's actually trying to recall his memory right now. Like, But thankfully, he is alive and healthy and he's functioning and he's here. He's still here with us. So that would be such such a good podcast. I feel like we're going to talk about what he went through and all that. So and he's just one of those amazing positive people that radiates light as well. And super excited to have him. Oh my gosh, same. And and more, more, more coming your way. So to sign off, we just also want to thank all the frontliners and key workers and everyone out there working really hard to keep the world turning and 
keep us safe and we just want to give our love to everyone trying their best at this uncertain time and just keep going guys and love <laughs> hang in there follow grounded yes. ph for inspiration and motivation that's it protect your energy and yeah we love you guys so much see you on the next episode of grounded radio bye